You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. And good evening. I am attempting to play our intro music, and it is not working, so I'm just going to begin. <laughs> good evening, and welcome to Live with Eileen, the Heart Healer. Hopefully, you can hear me okay. There's really no way for me to determine that, so hopefully all is going well with technology. We are on our own tonight, um, and so bear with us as we're dealing with technology, and sometimes that goes smoothly, and we're going to set the intention that everything is working out technologically tonight with grace and ease and a modicum of magic to support us, okay? So happy Mother's Day to everyone. Um, It is um, a challenging time for some a joyful time for others, and that's what we're going to chat about tonight. Um, And hopefully whatever is shared will be supportive in some way um, to anyone listening either live right now or listening to the replay. These Hallmark holidays are um, can definitely push our buttons, to say the least. And for an unlimited number of reasons, there doesn't have to be a specific reason. We either are connected with these national holidays and it's comfortable for us, or we are connected to them and they are a source of pain. And sometimes it's a mixed bag, you know, and you just, you just don't know how people are going to be, especially when they've experienced a significant loss, like with a parent, with a mom, with someone that was like a mom. It doesn't matter whether it's a biological mother, an adoptive mother, or just some female presence in the family that was that loving, mothering presence that helped us through times in our lives that um, were significant and that we hold near and dear to our hearts, having, having survived them, shall we say, having moved through them and come out on the other side of whatever that experience was. Relationships are how we learn in this realm. Relationships are how we learn in this realm. So relationships are really important. It's worth our time, effort, energy, and investment to pay attention to them, especially when we are being triggered. 
if there's a button that's, and it has to do with a relationship with someone, I invite you to not ignore it, not sweep it under the carpet. Because if we keep sweeping things under a carpet, what happens, right? This big lump begins to create. And then every, every once in a while, you're not going to recognize or notice that that lump is there and you trip over it, right? So metaphorically, if we shove our emotions under the carpet, under, under the surface, and we think that they're, they're gone, trust me when I say to you, they're not gone. <laughs> they're right there, ever expanding and growing until we choose to acknowledge them in whatever way we feel drawn to. For so many years, I practiced many different clearing techniques um, years and years ago, experienced therapy when I couldn't walk, work through something and felt stuck. Um, and so it's, it's an interesting dynamic. There is no right, wrong, good, bad. There's only that some things feel good and some things don't. But the things that don't feel good are, are wonderful pieces of information that are helping us to recognize that we're not okay for some reason on some level. Right? And so if, if you're challenged in any of your relationships, I invite you to notice it and pay attention to it. And if you need help, ask for help to move through it. I started using Ho'oponopono over two years ago as a very primary tool. Um, that was almost, yeah, it's over two years ago. Wow. And, and it was a tool that came to me to study it at a time that was significant for me. I was really struggling with PTSD that had been activated um, like eight, nine months before that and just could not find a path to healing for myself. And it was most distressing because having been in this vibrational healing industry for over 25 years and in nursing for over 50 years, right, I have a few tools in my toolbox nothing was working, nothing. And I was struggling and suffering. So when Ho'oponopono came to me as a tool to study, it made all the difference in the world because I've been utilizing Ho'oponopono for an excess of 10 years, but I had never studied it. So it really was just something that came up in a session with a client to offer that prayer of I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, in support of my client's healing process in that moment. Having studied it, it takes on a very different um, and significant place in my day-to-day life, in my toolbox. It's front and center now, and it's my go-to. And why I love it so is it's now referred to as self-identity through Ho'oponopono as named by the beautiful kahuna, the Hawaiian spiritual um, uh, leader, 
Morna Simeona, um, as she was um, invited to share it, shift the old process of a facilitated um, method to one where everything is self-contained. Everything is about us. It's in us. It's coming from us, which makes it really simple. When you go to look for the source of a problem, you don't look outside of you, even though the way that we exist in this realm makes us want to do that. But by doing so, we make ourselves a victim. Because if we look outside of ourselves for a cause, then we are saying that we are not a participant in this experience, whatever the experience is. This process of Ho'oponopono, this ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness, um, atonement, transformation, transmutation, Ancient as it is, it is incredibly powerful. If we make a decision, a conscious choice, to only look within and not engage in what the problem is, but simply initiate the clearing of it with this beautiful prayer, how simple is that? It's very simple, just not easy because in order to benefit as with most tools we have to use them and so mother's day for me this year is we used to have a tradition where um, i have one sister and she has two children and we would spend mother's day um, kind of repeating a a ritual that my mom started years ago which was she gifted us with plants as a thank you for making her mom. Some years they were African violets, some years they were orchids. We all love orchids in my family. And I, living in South Florida, it's very wonderful for growing orchids and enjoying their intensely beautiful color and presence. They have a gentle, loving presence that they offer to anyone that has them in their space. This year is different, though, because my mom passed last October, and so the rituals are different now. They're changed. Um, And I'm sure that I'm not the only one that's experiencing this. Whether it's this year or you experienced it last year or earlier this year or whatever it was, I can only say to you what I'm doing for myself, which is being as loving as I can with me and giving myself the opportunity to just keep moving through whatever the emotions are that are coming up for me. Grief and grieving, when it comes to life cycle events like holidays, such as Mother's Day, can be huge triggers for all of us. If our relationships were a challenge and were unresolved and our parents, whoever they are, our mom, are either no longer in a body, no longer living, or we are estranged with them and no longer have conversations, we may feel worse because there's an unresolved issue on the table. Do you know that you can resolve issues without directly 
confronting someone or even addressing it consciously with them. That's one of the beauties of Ho'oponopono. Because if the issue on the outside is, is such that we are in a challenge with someone, the challenge is coming from us based on Ho'oponopono. It's not conscious. 99% or more of what we experience as human beings its source is from the subconscious mind. We have no knowledge of that. And so we can ask every question in the book, but the truth is we're not going to know the answer to whatever the problem is because 99.99% of it is unknown to us consciously. Less than 1% of what we experience day to day is being created consciously. And so we have choices as to how we are going to address those moments that are challenging to us. Do we engage in the problem, which based on Ho'oponopono, what we engage in, we make more of? Because the energetic principle is what you focus on expands and grows, which is why any good facilitator of healing will invite the people they're speaking with to not focus on the problem, but focus on the solution. Because where we set our intention and focus is the part that's going to expand. So if we're focusing on the solution, even if we don't know what it is, but to be open to it, then that's what expands and grows. And so Ho'oponopono is all about to engage or not to engage. That is the question. So Mother's Day, joy or misery, what is it for you? How can I support you? Call in lines are open. Feel free to call in the guest line at 619-924-9726. And if you have a question, once you get into the studio, press 1 on your phone, and that will bring you into the queue. And I look forward to supporting you in whatever way I can. So let's uh, take a break with our wisdom. We have a couple of callers in the queue. Let's go from... Uh, where we are here in South Florida, and talk to Lisa, who's calling from the Midwest. Good evening, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Um, yes, good evening. Um, How are so you I just today? have a, a question uh, kind okay. of related to... Um, okay. So I lost a family member, and I paid all the funeral expenses, and... Um, it's been a few months, and I still haven't been paid back for that, and I'm supposed to be first in line. And when I asked the um, the lawyer, you know, in charge, I'm not the um, executor, mm-hmm. uh, he said that they had to attend to some business first, and he couldn't give me a time frame. But there was um, a June court date, and they were going to discuss part of it as well. That was uh, that he hopes it will be soon. And in the June part date, uh, court date, there was like a $450 charge that they were like not going to maybe pay. They didn't think it was necessary. And I just want to know if I'm going to get the full payment 
or if it's going to be the minus 450, and if I should just file in court even before the June date because, you know, I feel like i got to get this in. I don't trust these people at all. Hmm. It's a dilemma, huh? And, yeah, well, it's not really a dilemma. They'll e-file for me and everything. I'm in a big city, so I can just, like, mm-hmm. it's all virtual. So I just, I kind of think I should just do that this week just to get it going because I just think that they don't care and they're going to just pay it. But, you know, I don't think they care and I don't want it to run out, you know? I can no, get my money I hear on you. first in line. I hear you. They're, they're you know, um, estate They're not good resolution. people. It's bad karma. Yeah, well, estate resolutions are time-consuming no matter. Under the best of circumstances, settling an estate takes time. And if there's if there is any question about it where courts are involved, it only extends the amount of time it takes to resolve it. So patience is definitely a virtue. virtue. And, right. and certainly Lisa, but letters, if you but feel... letters of office, but letters of office were issued. So that mm-hmm. means you can get money out of the checking account. And this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. So should I just I... file it this week or wait till the June court date and then file it? There's no should about this. Um, um, Kashuk records speak about possibilities, but but not necessarily um, specific future events. Um, my feeling in this is that if you feel that you need to take action, if you feel inspired to do that, that that's what your heart's telling you to do, then by all means do what you need to do to protect your assets. Um, my sense is that it will resolve. It will resolve favorably, but it's going to take time. You know? Um, well, when do you for, see the payment? Like, will it be before the June court date? Cause it, I don't, Lisa. Oh. I don't. Don't get a sense one way or the other when. You know, I don't get a okay. date or a time. I'm just feeling very much like it will resolve, um, and it well, will resolve do. I'm favorably. But I mean, I'm, I'm first in line. Yeah, I mean, I'm first in you. line for payment. But I what about you. that extra amount of money? Like, do you think the judge is going to say yes to that in June? Because that's the only reason I'm going on the call. On the Zoom. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I don't have a feel one way or the other about that. What I do feel strongly about and get a sense of is, if you feel intuitively that there are actions that you need to take in order to protect yeah. your interests, please follow your right. intuitive guidance. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to file it. I'm first in line, and this way I could even get, like, supervised probation if this isn't paid within a couple months. I don't care. I'll do whatever I need to do because these people are they're bad people. The bad karma. I mean, I don't wish bad on anyone, but these are bad people, and I need to protect my interest, so I don't care. I'll just pay it. You know, a $75 court fee, and they'll just have to pay it back. I mean, this should have been paid. I know it takes time, but this is ridiculous, and the attitudes and everything, and it's not worth my time even. So, you know, it's really bad. The person was really mixed up with bad people, and um, this is what it's come to, but, you know, it is what it is, and I did my part. Uh, not only gratefully, things. I did everything for the escape, the and then it was turned on, so. Lisa, one of the things that you might consider is your your connection to this is very low vibrational. It, it is um, 
in judgment. And what you might consider doing, if it feels if it feels right to you, is do the Ho'oponopono, where you can simply say is to what? whatever memory, Ho'oponopono. Um, and this is a Ho'oponopono clearing statement that you might consider um, based on what I shared at the beginning of the, of the show. Um, if you keep repeating this, this phrase to whatever memories are in me, that are limiting a favorable resolution of this estate. You can language that more specifically at at your will on any and all levels that I am to attain. No, I'm not even doing that. They're not not even worth my time. This is all business. That's it. These are scummy people. This isn't about them. I mean, it really is. But you know what? I don't want involvement. I just want the business. I just want it taken care of, and I'm just going to file it next week, and that's it later later next week. But I have another question. Like, I got a cat recently. This is kind of not related, but she, like, will never let me pick her up. My love, excuse me. We only do one question on the show. We have other people in the queue. Oh, okay, okay. I do appreciate you calling, though. And if you consider it, Okay, just a thought. Doing yeah. Ho'oponopono is not about the people involved. It's about clearing from you anything that's preventing this from resolving the way you would like it to. So it's just clearing oh, the okay. pathway because you won't know all of what's involved. You only see what's on the surface. So if it speaks to you, let me give you the language. You can toss it if it doesn't, doesn't speak to you. But this is the language oh. that I would invite you to use. And just say it to yourself so that it clears whatever energy is preventing this from resolving as quickly as you would like it to and in the way that you would like it to. So the the phrase is to whatever memories are in me, they're the cause for any, um, any limitation in a favorable resolution of this estate on any and all levels that I am to atone for, not because you did anything wrong, that's the language. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you repeatedly, or just thank you repeatedly. What I know is, okay, it works. So whatever yeah, you believe about these people... I feel, I, feel, like, I feel like a better vibe. It's for me, not them. Just to have a good vibe about it all and just let it go. Just to clear whatever is ever a problem. Okay. There's no need to go into judgment. There's no need to attach to what you believe about these people, as good, bad, or otherwise. Your job here, if you want it, is to just simply keep clearing whatever is limiting the resolution of this estate favorably for you, period. Okay. And keep clearing it from you. All right. You're initiating the clearing from you. Okay? Okay. Can you repeat it once more real quick? To whatever memories are in me that are the cause for any limitation in the resolution of this estate, you can state the name of the person's estate if you want to be even more specific, on any and all levels, that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you repeatedly or just thank you. You are initiating the clearing of whatever this is, whatever the root cause is for this 
this delay in the resolution of the estate or the settlement of the estate and you receiving your repayment. And you are initiating okay. the clearing of this to God, divine creator. You are not clearing it. You're initiating it. Let God take care of it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I'm going to stand and listen. Thank you. And all right. Thank you for calling in, honey. We appreciate your support all these years. Blessing. Have a good rest of your night and happy Mother's Day. Okay, so from the Midwest, we're going to go even farther out to Washington State and chat with Erica. Hold on, Erica, I'm bringing you into the studio. Good evening, Erica, and welcome. Oops, Erica, can you hear me, honey? Do you have your phone on mute? Because we cannot hear you. Let me try and go out and come back in again and see if we can connect with you. Hold on. Erica, can we connect with you now? Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, honey. If you can hear me, I am unable to hear you. I might invite you to call back in again if you can. Or I will try you in a little bit again. I'm so sorry that we're not able to connect with you. All right. So hopefully um, we'll try again in a few minutes. Maybe we can connect better at that time. Or if Erica can hear me, if she would like to uh, call back in again, um, and we will be happy to bring you back into the queue. All right. So um, let's go back to Lisa, if she is still available, and let's see what her other gym was. Lisa, we're going to bring you back into the studio. What was your other question? Oh, okay, yeah, it was unrelated. So I got a cat. Her name is Gigi, and um, like last October, actually on Halloween, I picked her up. And she's mm-hmm. really sweet, but she's very offstandish, and she never lets you, like, like if you kiss her, she, like, starts, like, looking where you kissed her. Like, she's she's warming up to me, and she comes near me and things, but she's separate a lot. And I just wondered if she was abused or something. Like, you can't pick mm-hmm. her up. She, like, would freak out. Wow. Is she a rescue? Yeah, she's like, uh, she was with somebody in a house or something, but, like, there were other cats, but they let her go, and I don't know if something happened to her. Like, I really mm-hmm. love her, but, like, it's it's just really kind of strange, you know? I mean, I really yeah. love her. You know, like, now she's under the bed. She goes through stages, but mm-hmm. a lot of times she does come near me, and she's happy, and she plays, but you just can't touch her, really, like, besides petting her from like you have to be at least three or four inches away and you can mm-hmm. never like pick her up you know like if I have to get her to the doctor it's a major problem you know I, I hear she you freaks um, out. so one of the things that you might want to notice being an animal intuitive is not my first gift order you know um but one mm-hmm. of the things that you might want to take a look at in their job shall we say their sole purpose is to serve us and one of the ways that they serve us is by clearing our emotions. So when you find that she's 
not as lovable or as approachable as she was, ask yourself the question, what have I been feeling lately? Because she may be just having a challenge moving through some of the emotions that you're having. And I'm not saying that's all of it, but that might be an ingredient to it that you might want to consider. Mm-hmm. As far as whether yeah. she experienced any abuse, um, my sense of it is the answer to that is a yes. And I certainly hope that what I'm sensing and feeling isn't true. I, it's seeing um, a foot, like a kicking, a shoving out of the way, very abruptly, wow. very abruptly, which, you know, for yeah. anyone, any person or any creature that has experienced, you know, that kind of trauma, they will shy away mm-hmm. from touch and reasonably so. Um, Give her time. But she's happy. She's happy. I hear you. you know, and, she's and like, she feels like I think she's she feels content. like totally loved and she feels safe and warm and she's treated like gold. I even give her whipped cream. I give her whipped cream like every other day <laughs> and I give her, no, really, she yeah. loves that. And like, I know like she's sometimes a little off standish more because like I might not be giving her all the time she needs. So I'm going to start mm-hmm. doing that again. But that's interesting you said that because. Yeah, I don't think she was, like, hit real hard, but I think she might have been shoved away, like, if the cat ever tried to come near. And I think that the person that had the cat did it to all of them. Like, there were two sisters or something like that. Were there two other cats, maybe? And that person did it to all of them? She was just a mean person, I think. Mm, I don't have a sense of that. I'm just tapping into to Gigi. Um, and that's the only image that's coming to me. Um, okay. So, so I agree with you. She definitely has a sense of feeling um, comfortable in in your in your. So I would just give her time, send her love, you know, really. And and you can actually mm-hmm. use the whole persona for this as well. And basically, because you don't know for sure exactly what happened or what 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 she's thinking and feeling, right, or experiencing. Mm-hmm. So what we can do with that is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of Gigi's um, fear or or standoffishness, whatever the words are that that you want to use on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you. And and you can. I would say these these ho'oponopono clearing statements as often as you think of it, a minimum of twice a day, but as often as you think of it, and send her just around her with yummy, yummy love light. And it will help her feel more and more at peace, more and more love. The vibration of love is healing in and of itself. And so that, in, in addition to putting into motion the clearing of whatever the problem is, this, this, um, that makes her edgy, that, that is definitely, you know, her fear being expressed, um, helps her to be more comfortable as well. So it's a tool. Mm-hmm. If it speaks to you, um, definitely consider. Okay? Okay. I'll stay on the right. if there's other callers. All right, Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. 
All right, we're going to see if we can connect with Erica again because she is still here. Erica, good evening and welcome to the show. Can you hear us now? I guess not. Hmm. Well, Erica, again, if you can hear us, please, um, I would invite you to hang up and call back in again. The guest call-in number is 619-924-9726. And then press 1 once you get into the queue or press 1 when you get into the, the station, and that will bring you into the queue. Very good. All right. So we're talking about Mother's Day, um, joy or misery, whatever it is for you. Um, But let me just remind you, for those of you that are not familiar, I offer a monthly New Moon Clearing podcast, a call that is um, for the sole intention of assisting you in clearing your energy field so that you can, on Tuesday, two days from now, on the day of the new moon, sit down and really consciously write your intentions for the next lunar cycle. We've been offering this clearing process, which utilizes numerous different um, uh, clearing tools, as well as Ho'oponopono. It's a guided meditation. We talk a bit about intention setting and conscious language and whether you're um, an entrepreneur or retired or an employee, it, it is a wonderful uh, presentation. If you've never registered, this is a complimentary experience. All you have to do is go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash new moon clearing. And that will take you to a registration page, which will, as of now, because the call was this past Monday, you will be directed to the page where you can connect with the replay. And the replay will be available, and you can take advantage of it as many times as you want between now and midnight on Tuesday. That's Tuesday the 11th, two days from now. All right? Okay. So we have a caller from area code 914 and we're going to bring you into the uh, studio in one second here good evening and if you would be so kind as to share with us your first name and where you're calling from hi yes i mean it's Catherine from new york Welcome, Catherine. Grateful to have you here this evening. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to you. I'm so grateful to be here with you this evening. Thank you so much for everything. Yes. My joy. My joy. What's going on with you, sweet lady? How can we be of service? I have um, this, um, I don't know, I've gotten this um, opportunity I I believe I'm not a hundred percent sure um, if it is a good opportunity. There's basically two people. I I um, was wondering if you see um, myself working with. Um, one is John and one is David. Um, and I don't know. I 
was just wondering, yeah, if it'll be a cohesive uh, relationship, if it would be legitimate. Any any information I would appreciate okay. around me. My my joy to do it. Hold on a second. Let me just kind of be in this with you. Go ahead and breathe into your heart center for me, Catherine. Focus there, which is where we need. Yeah. Thank you. And so we're asking for any and all information for Catherine regarding her her, um, business, potential business relationship with John and David. John and or. John and or John or. Um, it could actually, I could actually put them together or okay. I could separately. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, okay. it could be. Let me see what comes part- through then. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let me just feel into the energy of these people. So, it feels very much, um, Catherine, that it serves your highest good to continue exploring it. And and one of the things that that because you are an intuitive and you are empathic, yes, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to say that what I'm what I'm really feeling strongly to say to you is, you always want to feel in to the possibilities of whatever it is that you're unsure of. Now, what that can look like for you, should you desire to work with this, is that because this Aquarian age is all about feeling into things, not what we left-brained, you know, know or think about it, or what we intellectually understand about it, it's more valuable, believe it or not, when all is said and done, trust what you feel first. And one of the simplest ways to access that is to imagine, and you can do this with me now, is to just kind of close your eyes, uncross ankles and knees, and imagine as you breathe into and out of your heart center what this collaborative, collaboration, potential collaboration, start with John. You know what the Mm -hmm. project is. And just breathe the energy of him and the energy of the project into your heart center. Let it kind of settle in there and just notice without judgment, what are you feeling? Do you feel angst? And I'm feeling a lot of discomfort in my chest are you um actually no it was feeling like um like I actually I imagined um like a lighter being lit um so I don't I don't know okay be in it right and and as you breathe in the energy of the project as you know it to be and John's energy in it, in whatever capacity you imagine him to be participating, and just see how it feels. If it, if it feels comfortable, if it feels expansive, then that's worth paying attention to and continue, continuing to explore 
explore it. If it doesn't, then that's your information to assist you in releasing it. Thoughts to consider. Um, there's an interesting energy when I bring the idea of the project and John in, it's uncomfortable to me. You well, know, and that's why I asked you, are you feeling any kind of agita or angst in your heart center? And and so if we release John and bring, um, what is it, David's energy in, mm-hmm. right, what does that feel like for you? Mm. There's a, there is an interesting balance that is present right now. The word keeps coming up for me, the need for balance. Ah, very much it's a key ingredient for this project and the choice of who you collaborate with. Does that make sense to you? Yes, because I think like my judgment gets clouded because I love the project and the work so much um, that, you know, I'm just kind of like, okay, just go, you know, do it. So I think that's what the balance is for me, too. Um, yeah, you can't. You can't right now. This is a big project. This is yeah. this is a significant project. You can't just go forward with it just to do it. It has to be mm-hmm. something that feels right to you. Otherwise, it's all going to fall apart. Um, right. There's an interesting, um, and I want to also say that there's a need for balance on all levels. Right. So. One of the things that I'm going to invite you to feel into, uh, Catherine, is how respectful they are of a woman being in charge. Oh. Can, can, they, can they do that and it be a true collaboration? There has to be an understanding understanding of everyone's role, an understanding of all the gifts that everyone brings to the table for a project of this magnitude. There has to be a willingness to be cooperative, collaborative. And so those are the words that I want you to kind of, when you connect with each of these individuals and you breathe that experience of the, of, of them and this project, together into your heart and just see how it feels from that perspective. Does it feel balanced? Does it feel the potential of collaboration? Does it feel the potential of cooperation? Because I think that there's a potential challenge here. Not that it's not overcomable because you're the the anchoring energy. You're the only one that really needs to be um, aware of the need for it to demand it because it's your project. Yeah. So, yeah. so you are the driving force for it all. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Talk to me. Tell me what you're thinking and feeling. Yeah, no, I, I'm just I'm taking it all in, and it's 
true because it's um, it's a lesson for my development then that I've met these two gentlemen. Mm. Um, yeah, what I what I'm gathering from it. Okay, and I also want to say to you this: if they were women, mm-hmm. I'd be saying the same thing to you. Oh, interesting. Okay, because because there the the opportunity here for you balance discernment stepping into that energy of leadership and and really honoring and anchoring in the understanding and knowing that you're the one that drives the energy for this. Wow. And your energy has to be the dominant energy. Not in an aggressive way, but it has to be the more dominant energy. And everything that is connected to it has to be able to flow with you, has to be able to be um, in alignment with you. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not going to work easily. It's going to be a struggle. And, And life doesn't have to be a struggle if we are paying attention and following what our intuitive wisdom is telling us. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a wow. beautiful presence about you, Catherine. You have a beautiful energy. You have a beautiful heart. And and I mm-hmm. get how passionate you are about this project. So let your empathic gifts and intuitive guide you. In a good way. And pay attention. You can't ignore what you know. And better to tap into what you know and let it guide you so that life is easier rather than than ignoring it or not giving it its due. Right? It's it's the attention that it is worthy of receiving. Right? Yeah. Yeah, instead of denying it, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most wow. businesses, most projects, relationships that are coming from the heart, coming from as conscious a heart connection as we're capable of in human form, um, that is that is based upon true um feelings and integrity with with feelings and the expression of them and that they're empowering these these entities thrive and flourish in new energy because the aquarian age is a female energy whether we are men or women in this human form we are in this female energy now for the next what 10,000 some odd years um, or more and Female energy is all about, whether we are man or woman, our feminine energy is about our feelings nature. It's our creative side, but it is all about our feelings. It's our, it's our intuitive knowing. It's our multidimensional, um, <coughs> excuse me, our multidimensional connectedness that, that we so beautifully access from the feelings realm. Right. So the more that we function from this place of being, the more expansive everything is, the more 
the more we're in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here. So things flow better. Doors open easier or more easily. Relationships are easier. Just not to say that we don't have challenges. Of course we can have challenges. That's how we learn. Right, right. But always the first question when there's a challenge that, that we can ask ourselves is, you know, assuming that, that if there's a challenge, it's a call for love, right? So the question is, how can I be more loving with myself in this situation? Because the more loving you are with you, the more you're holding up space of being loving with whomever is involved with the experience and whatever the experience is. So it takes a wow. very different way of being. Does that make sense to you? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just have to keep rem- reminding yourself if it speaks to you that our sole purpose of being here is to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first. That's it. Whether we know it or not, consciously, that's why we're here. So every experience that we have, ultimately, at its core, is designed for us to accomplish that. So whatever doesn't feel good, that's like the best question to ask, because then you're going right down to the heart of it. If you feel like a question needs to be asked, you don't need to ask a question, it's fully in pono pono and engage with it. Just keep putting whatever the challenge. Assuming wow. it's coming from you. Period. End of story. Just keep clearing it until things shift. That's all. Yeah. Make it make it easy. Wow. Once you find your your people this project can just expand very quickly. Wow. Which is Which is nice. Wow. You know, it, it is really fascinating because thinking of going to David with a different project, but when I thought, um, when I, I got approached by John, I, I switched projects in my mind to approach David with for some reason. So maybe that, too, is just like, you know, higher self-seeking, um, you know, and maybe that's the reason why John was brought into my life. Um, it's just kind of switched gears. So. Yeah, sit with it. And you know what? Set an intention on Tuesday that that um, your clarity is so easy to access. Right, and whatever it is that you intend for this project, go ahead and start putting that energy out to the um, hmm, out to the universe for what you desire. I am going to say to you that I, I have not seen my cardinal friends in my backyard for quite some time. It's, it's slowly getting darker here. But it's still daylight, mm-hmm. and so there is a male and female cardinal that just came for a visit. So wow. because they because they caught my eye, they're a very loving couple. For, because they caught my eye, if you have an animal speaks book, I would invite you to look up a cardinal and see what their message is for you, because I can't remember it off the top of my head. You know, 
to me, I will say to you that these, these particular birds, they are devoted to their partners. So we can reflect wow. that into partnership, you know, to the concept of collaboration and partnership. Um, cardinals for many represent spirit. Um, many people, when they see a male cardinal, they think of it as, as a messenger of someone who has transitioned to spirit. Um, I have a very dear spiritual sister who whenever she sees a cardinal, it's her husband's spirit for her. And, and I always um, remember that. So when I see him, you know, I say, hey, Jim, how you doing? <laughs> Even though I've never met him, you know, I welcome his spirit into my space. But for you, because it's showing up while we're here talking, um, Catherine, I'm going to really invite you to take a look at that. When, when they come to a bird feeder, this is how, this is how um, loving they are. They will just sit quietly. Um, the male will make sure that the space is safe. The female follows. They sit right next to each other and gently eat. And wow. I've even seen them feed each other. Um, they're, they're amazing. And so there is a message here for you in terms of the, the idea of relationship and what is it that you want in your relationship. Because remember, everything in this realm, as I said earlier, is about being in relationship to something or someone. You know, um. so... You have a relationship. Say again. I got the chills when you said that. Okay. Good. Be in the energy of that and just see what comes up for you. Maybe do a little journaling tonight after the show and see what comes in for you. Right? Maybe do a little meditation. Um, Because keep in mind, if it resonates with you that everything in this realm is about being in a relationship with someone or something, the things like projects are still something we're in relationship to. And so yeah. how we show up in relationship to the experiences in our life is as important as how we show up in our relationships with people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I it reminds me of the saying: the way you treat one thing is the way you treat everything, or the way yeah. you treat one person is the way you treat everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I hear you, and I'm I'm totally understanding and knowing that phrase. So yes, I get it. And thank you well, for sharing. And and so that's your wisdom that you want to pay attention to for you. But remember, it starts with you, always. Mm-hmm. How you treat you, how you make choices for you will be reflected in everything else. Another way of languaging what you just did. Yeah, yeah. And since everything yeah. is really to teach us, to remind us how to be loving with ourselves first, you get a big leg up to understand that that's always going to be part of it. So some different things to kind of ponder and be in and see what else comes in for you. All right, my love. 
Thank you so much. Yes, God My bless joy. you. Thank you. You're welcome, Catherine. Thanks so much for calling in tonight. Happy Mother's Day to you and yours. And yeah, have a wonderful rest of your evening, okay? Thank you. God bless you. So much love. Thank you and gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you. So grateful. Oh, what a lovely show. I'm missing our day tonight. Um, so let's just take a moment if we can and send that sweet man our our producer, some love. He got caught and couldn't get to the show in time. So, and this is his first Mother's Day as well since his mom passed. So for everybody who, this is a first Mother's Day for you. I am so surrounding you with love and so can appreciate um, what you must be feeling, although I can't know exactly what your experience is, but if you're feeling challenged, keep in mind, it's part of the grieving process and it's normal that we're anywhere on this circle of grieving at any given moment in time. Some moments we feel as if the person that transitioned just transitioned, that no time has passed. And other times we come and go with the feelings of sadness much more quickly. Whatever you're experiencing, please make the loving choice. Give yourself an opportunity to feel whatever it is that you are feeling and love yourself through it. The moment will pass. It always does. During days like this, those moments may be more frequent until they shift. But just choose to love yourself through it the best that you can. And if you get stuck, ask for help. I always offer complimentary heart healer sessions. If you've never scheduled one before, you're welcome to do so. And I am happy to do my best to support you moving through these emotions. Grieving is something that not only do I have personal experience with having lived a very long time, right? But I also have years of professional experience, not as a therapist, but as a nurse in supporting people. And I'm an old hospice nurse from many years ago as well. So if you're finding that this is an issue that you would like to address from a spiritual perspective, then be in touch. Let's schedule some, some time together for a complimentary heart healer session. And I'm happy to see what I can do to support you in creating some of that yummy inner peace that we all crave. Inner peace comes from that connection to the love that we are. Right? That's all that we're looking for. So we're at the top of the hour. For those uh, couple of people that just popped into the queue, we are completing the show. Please give us a call next Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Hop in at 645 if you can, and you will be guaranteed a reading once we begin or complete our initial wisdom that we talk about each Sunday starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. So let's just do a real rapid heart connection because it doesn't need to be complicated, right? So let's, as long as you're not driving, go ahead and close your eyes for just a brief moment. As a heart healer, it is my joy to foster this conscious heart connection. 
for us to remember it. So breathe into and out of your heart center. And as you do, just imagine the color of love, whatever that is to you, and see it as a bubble of love light around you. And know that that bubble of love light is simply a mirror of your soul essence, the love that you are. You have a never-ending supply, a limitless supply of love right inside of you. It doesn't go away. It doesn't disappear. We're never lacking in it. We simply lose our conscious connection to it. And since we are a collective of humanity, we are all connected No matter how far away we are, there are no boundaries to energy. So let's imagine if we can, what happens every time we breathe into and out of our heart centers is that a waveform of love emanates from us in all directions. So let's consciously send it down to the center of the earth. A beautiful gift of love to our blessed Mother Earth. On this Mother's Day, let us express gratitude to her for all she does to support us in this human experience. And the minute it hits the center of the earth, it expands out in all directions, filling her entirely with love. A gift of love to her and all who dwell within her space within her structure. And it keeps expanding through to the surface of the earth, a gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And it keeps expanding, because remember, there are no boundaries to love. So it keeps expanding into our atmosphere and out into the universe. Of love to everything that exists beyond our atmospheric boundaries. Into infinity to the beginning of all that is. I love to think of it as the one heart of love and breathe. And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied, which is why there is so much value for us to be aware of the words that we use, the thoughts that we have, the emotions that we're feeling, and if they are not in alignment with who we choose to be, just keep lovingly releasing whatever is not for you. Just keep saying to yourself, whatever this is, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And so in gratitude for all of that love that we sent out, Imagine it now coming back to you, multiplied, and breathe it in. Letting all of that wonderful love expand, blend with, and join the love that you are. More and more brilliance, more and more vibrant. So much love. Remembering that You are never without it, albeit you may lose your conscious connection to it. And all you have to do to reconnect 
just breathe. Focus your breath into and out of your heart center. And you will be connecting to the vibration of love, which will bring everything back into balance again. And so it is. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. What a treat. I'm so grateful for your presence, for those that have been with me live, and those of you that are listening to the replay. Happy Mother's Day. Surrounding you all with love, no matter what your experience of today is. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. It has been my pleasure to share this time with you tonight. Join me again every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for a little spiritual wisdom and live Akashic Records reading. For now, I wish you all a glorious rest of your day. Sweet dreams tonight and a wonderful week. Seeing you here next Sunday. Blessings of much love and gratitude. And I wish you all a good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.